It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome back to the Gallagher Shots YouTube channel. My name is Matthew and thank you for being here for another video in association with the 90 Minutes Football Network. Today we have a special treat for the eyes and ears whilst we preview this Sunday's must-win cup clash encounter against Burnley. And to help me with this one, I'm joined by the newest member of the Gallagher Shots YouTube team. He is the Sultan of Speed Art. He is the man with the divine designs. It is Jack Body, ladies and gentlemen. How are you doing, brother? I'm not too bad, mate. How are you? I'm all right. I'm sweaty. Just being yeah, worried. You can probably, probably see, but it's all right. It's all good. It's Friday. You're out of sweat on a Friday. Um, we're going to preview this Sunday's game against Burnley. Before we do that, before we get into that nitty-gritty business, let's just hint a little bit on Sunday's game. Just briefly. Newcastle 2, Spurs 2. An improvement, a point, but in the end... Was it an opportunity missed rather than an all-round success? It's a hard one because I think when I spoke to my mates who aren't Newcastle fans, we've got a little group chat going and it's just mm. a mix of basically Man United and Arsenal fans. They tend to get a bit sick of hearing the negativity of a Newcastle United fan, but I guess they don't really understand as much. Yeah. Um, they all were like, what a great point for you. And my first reaction was, it's not a great point. And to me, that's only not a great point because when I started watching the Aston Villa, Aston Villa Fulham match, sorry, mm -hmm. we we dropped into that bottom bottom three. For, it might have been for 20 minutes, but I just had it in my head. I was just like, it's coming. Like, it, a point is not good enough. It had to have been a win. Regardless. It was strange. Given the goal difference in it, it's the fact that, mm -hmm. you know, the, the goal difference is so different that really... Point means nothing. They could still win, get the same points as us, and we're down. You know. Yeah, it's it. That that's the thing though. Like it's it. I'm following a playing tonight. I believe I didn't yep. even notice that um, until I checked my phone and somebody 
somebody tweeted out, well, we could be in the bottom three again. So it, mm. it just shows that, like, yeah, it's great accumulating a point, never mind mm -hmm. accumulating points. <laughs> um, it just shows that it's, at the minute it's just a point sadly not good enough. If this was mid-season, say we were sat November time, December time, and we were picking up a point at home against Spurs, I'm sure we'd be absolutely thrilled and thrilled with the performance as well. Mm -hmm. It was it was one of our better performances. But the sad part of it is it's not a we're, we're past the point of fantastic performances and playing well. We we just need three points, and that's going to be the main problem until we start winning games, which is, yeah. it, it, the, was it Southampton the last game that we mm -hmm. won? Yeah, I think it, so. It feels like a lifetime ago already. It does, yeah. It does. Probably only a month ago. I mean, the performance, like people have said, it's got a good, good performance. You know, we had a lot more shots, a lot more shots than we have usually, which is a great thing. And if we can mm. continue that on, then fair enough. But we still look ropey at the back. And with, you know, we will get into the squad soon, but I'll mention it now. Jamal Lascelles looks like he's going to be out for the rest of the season. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you know, it, it doesn't. It goes from bad to worse, then gets worse at Newcastle. So, he's, I mean, he's had a he's had a pretty bad injury record for us. I, I can't has, remember a season. I think maybe that last season under Rafa. I'll go on. I'll say his name. That last 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 season under Rafa. I think he pretty much played near enough every single game. Mm. Um, championship season. I'm pretty sure he played again. I still think he missed games here and there, though. I think you're right. Yeah. I think he, he misses games here and there. I mean, he'll be a miss, but I mean, thankfully, Clark was on the bench last game. Uh, Bruce has said Fernandez is okay, but hasn't played football in a long time. So we will see, but we do have players coming back into the fold. Players that, you know, we made a post about it being coming back in from the cold uh, in the likes of Matt Ritchie and Jacob Murphy. I mean, Jacob Murphy's been in and out the side. He's made cameos here and there, but we haven't seen much from Matt Ritchie. And boy, mm. did he have an effect. We spoke about this an extra time the other day, but just touch on yeah. it a little bit, Jack. What did you think about his performance and the effect he had on that game? It was, he just summed up everything that is Matt Ritchie. I think mm. when he leaves the club, I mean, it, it, looking back, he could have left the club in January. And it could be a massive boost for us that he never actually went. Um, yeah. I mean, if if anything, he's the, he's, he's the silent captain, but is not so silent. Uh, yeah, yeah. which is quite ironic yeah. bearing in mind a lot of screaming silence <laughs> screaming yeah. silence with Matt Ritchie like a bad dream with Matt Ritchie you just like <laughs> you, you see it but it, it's no noise it's coming out a dream yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah it, you can tell there was the, there was certainly the fight was there the, uh, the backbone was back in the team and I hope this is just a sign of that Bruce has sort of resolved any problems that he's had off the pitch but to be to be honest I think they could have a problem with each other until the rest of the season but I think what you get with Matt Ritchie is he's a he's that professional British mm. player he he will give everything for the shirt and when he comes to the club instantly the fans are like he's exactly what we need and I think Jamal Lascelles I watched the podcast once talking about Matt Ritchie when he first came into the club and this was that summer in the championship and he mm -hmm. did say, it was like, when Matt Ritchie come through the door, he was like, he turned around and he said, you are exactly what we needed here. Yeah. After the Daryl Yam match, Wijnaldum give us all, I guess. Um, but you, mm. you, you, here and there, but your yeah. mercenaries, your Moussa Sissoko's, pretty much mm. anybody that scored on that last day against Spurs yeah. was the people that we didn't need at the club and we needed a clear out. And Matt Ritchie was that player that come in and I think he set the tone, especially for that championship season. I think you do need that that English backbone. And 
especially in a relegation dogfight, you definitely need that English backbone. I know he's he's not scoring as many goals as he was previously, um, but then again, he hasn't played as many games. I know he did suffer that injury away to Spurs, and maybe he would have had a better season if he didn't pick up that knock. But mm. uh, it just seems like that knock set him out of the team, and now he's shown what his worth is to the club. Realistically, I'd, even next season, I wouldn't want to see him go. If we do go down, he's regardless of age, he's he's exactly what we need. Yeah, definitely if we go down. Definitely if we go down. We don't know what the state of play is going to be next season. Um, the likelihood is, without sounding super negative, we will be in the Championship. But if we're not, yeah. you know, we spoke about this the other day. If he, if he goes on to pass his new, then fair play to get mm. more game time. Um, I will miss him. Um, a lot of people have always said he's not got the quality, blah, blah, blah. But right now, someone said it on Twitter, you don't need quality right now. You need fighters. You can you can smatter it, you know, sprinkle it with quality when we're getting the Wilsons back and the Ansem Maximums and the Almirons. But if you don't have that fight to drive them forward and give them a boot the ass when they're not working hard, then it's you're off to a losing start anyway, in my opinion. I but, think he, fall, he, he does sort of fall into that category of the Jonas Gutierrez, the even Peter Lovenkranz, you yeah. know, that, 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 that player that can leave the club and will always leave with his head held high. And then if he ever wanted to come back, mm. the Ryan Taylor is a fine example. Yeah. Um, they'll always be welcome back. And I think Matt Ritchie is always going to have a place in the heart of fans um, mm. and whether he stays or whether he goes. But yeah, that passion back on the weekend was perfect. And I would quite like to see Matt Ritchie back in the starting lineup again. Yeah. Pretty, he's, pretty much for to, this last nine games. Has to start. Has to start. Yeah. Um, well, won't talk about particular players for too long, but let's talk about a man who rarely gets talked about. He doesn't really split opinion much, he says, with depressed sarcasm in his voice. Joe Linton! Mm. Got a goal. Mr. Joe. Joe Ellington. The goal machine. Managed to score a goal. And it was very nice. It was a nice moment. It was good to see his, the smile on his face. Thought it was weird he went near post. Don't know why Larice didn't dive. But <laughs> yeah. um, he scored anyway. But then, you know... The, his moment in the sun wasn't didn't last very long, and after that, it sounds so harsh. And this is just my opinion, just one man's opinion. That after that two-one deficit was was brought upon us, he went back to being Joe Linton. He went back to being yeah. frustrating, snatching at chances, or even you know not taking, trying to take chances. The one that stood out for me was when Gale flicked the ball on, and uh, it got given as offside. But if he had tapped it in, it would have been a goal. And he was sort of just... He he was, chest, of, was it when he chested it down, was it? Or I think he actually just stretched for it, but someone put a video out on Twitter oh, yeah, and yeah, he's, yeah. he's just stood there like doing nothing. He's not on his toes. And then when the ball finally comes over, he's at a stretch. And if he'd have just been a bit more awake, he'd have tapped it in and got a goal. Mm. And I, but, I think yeah, sorry, it, it might have been before that or just after. It, it, a ball comes in from, I believe, Kraft. And he brings it down, like, like from, yeah. the, from behind the goal, if you mm. watch the angle as well. He brings the ball down, chests it down perfectly. All he had to do was keep it under control. He even had time because the Spurs players were turning around and they were like, oh, God, thank you. They probably turned around with a sigh of relief. And <laughs> God, Joe Linton's got the ball. But he, sh he probably could have ended up with a hat-trick. And it was very similar to the performance away at Palace. He seemed to have plenty of shots and getting into positions, but he just doesn't put the ball in the back of the net. But the ball is always under his feet. It always seems. Mm. I can't remember the last time I saw. I think that's the hardest I've seen Joe Linton hit a ball when he scored there with his side foot. And I've seen yeah. him hit a ball ever. Like because he, he doesn't put his laces away. through one. 
Morecambe away was probably oh, the yeah, only sorry, time. Sorry, that he did he did score a weldy weldy there. He did uh, he did score a pretty decent goal. But you know, in the Premier League, you know, I'm just saying, I'm just sometimes he has the chance to shoot, he doesn't shoot, and then when he's he does not, shoot, he's not scoring that in the Premier League. <laughs> like, no, 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 he's not going to have that space. But but Jack, are we being harsh on him? Are we are we you know? Do you feel like he might? You know, kick on from this. Do you reckon he's going to be on the team sheet because of that goal? Bruce, I can't, can I drop Joe? I can't drop Joe. <laughs> Joe, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I do feel that in normal circumstances, yes, you'd give him another chance, but I'm pretty certain that we're not going to get the same performance next weekend. Mm-hmm. And with, with St. Maximin and Wilson both coming in, it, unfortunately, you've got to play your, play your better players. And when you look at the reverse fixture against Burnley, the two people that absolutely ripped them apart were St. Maximin and Callum Wilson. Mm-hmm. And I'd quite like to see us play with that sort of... I think it was the game that probably put the idea of St. Maximin behind the striker in the middle, can he go left, can he go right, into Bruce's mind. And it worked against Burnley, and it clearly doesn't work against most other teams in the Premier League. So I'd like to see us stick to that 5-3-2 formation, uh, swap swap out Gale, swap out Joe Linton, and go with St. Maximin and Wilson. But at the same time, are they going to be fit to be starting? So Yeah, it's a good question. I mean, I'd like to think St. Maximin, Will be, you know, he's got another week in his legs, and he looked bright when he came on. Yeah. You know, he might not have like too much stamina, if you want to use the that, that word. But I mean, everyone's going to be clambering for Wilson to be playing. I personally think he'll be on the bench. Mm. But if he's fit enough to play, you got to play him because he's the only one who's, who's a lethal finisher. But if you don't play Wilson, we have to a play a striker, which Steve Bruce decided to do on Sunday, to his credit, um, or whatever. A gold star for you, Steve. Um, or should I say apple pie after? Yeah, today's, yeah. What was comments. that all about? Oh, man, we won't get into that. Um, but Andy Carroll apparently hasn't trained for two and a half weeks. Um, but mm. Dwight Gale started on Sunday. Um, yeah. I personally, again, I may be wrong. He did miss a very good chance and the follow-up chance made Larice look a bit better than I thought the save actually was. But I think playing with a striker in that formation, if you're going to have the mentality that they did, it makes the world of difference to just have a, not, a centre forward who knows how to be a centre forward, whether Gale mm. touched the ball that much or not. People were sort of playing around him, not in a target man sense, but he was the sort of focal point and people could make runs around him. And you saw with that ball in the box, header at the back post and all that stuff. So I think if Wilson's not fit, Gale surely still has to start, Jack. I, I think from a game, a, a tactical side of it is probably you stick with the same starting 11 minus Emil Kraft. Save mm-hmm. Wilson and St. Maximum until you really need them. Say it's nil-nil in the 60th minute, you bring them both on and instantly you change formation to 4-3-3. You move Miggy higher up and you, you move everything around that way. Because I would quite like to see us go from 5-3-2. If we, well, I, th- I feel it was more of a 3-4-3. Uh, three, three, that's right. Yes. 3-4-3. Yeah. I, th- <laughs> I feel like we played that formation because you're always seeing both uh, wing-backs actually playing as wingers. Where yeah. in the past it's sort of flat back five, left back, yeah. right back, three centre centre back. Yeah. If if we can take two Burnley because it is an away game and we haven't been great if, off the top of my head away no. from home, um, I I think it does give a bit of solidity to our our defence. Um, so I I would quite like to see that formation come back in with 
if, <clears> if Lascelles is out and Fernandez and Clark are fit, I'd like to see them both go into the back three with Dummett, which I think would actually be probably one of our strongest. Mo- Moss, very, that's very solid, yeah. isn't it? It's, yeah. not, it's not one that's going to... It's build not, moves. It's not, it's not. It's not a nice. It's not like a Lejeune's going to be there or a Shah. Yeah, it's not a it's just a, either side. Yeah. It's a. It, it screams last chance tackle block to me. Like throwing mm. yourself at the ball and stuff. So I mean, up against the likes of Chris Wood. I mean, I know Ashley Barnes isn't available. I probably won't be available. But they're a big physical side, so you need three physical centre halves. But I have a feeling that he won't throw in someone like Clark. It'll either be one or the other. Probably Clark. Because Fernandez hasn't been playing, and he will persist with our best buddy Emil Kraft at centre half. Personally, and you know, I don't even have to, I have to ask you a question, Jack. I can see yeah. by your face. And you know, I said some harsh words about Emil Kraft uh, the other night on extra time. I meant most of them, um, <laughs> but I mean, I wouldn't actually fire him into the sun if I had the chance. <laughs> I would just, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. I'm just saying I would exile him in a way that just would, means he wouldn't put a black and white chair on again. But Absolutely. anyway, we'll move on from Emil Kraft because I, I, I don't want to say anything. I do team. want to just point out with the centre-backs, uh, I do think them three centre-backs of Clark, Fernandez, and Dummett are perfect for Burnley because Burnley just crosses into the box. All, all it is, perfect, is just, for, perfect for us against yeah, Burnley. You mean? Perfect right, for okay. us to, to combat Burnley's right, style of okay. play because it's, it's usually just 4-4-2 get the ball into the box at any chance. And between Dummett, Fernandez and Clark, you know the ball's getting headed away. I yeah. feel like with Kraft, you've seen you've seen the panic. Whenever he had a hold of the ball, it was he, he panics too much. He, he never wants to get his head on the ball. He'll, he'll hoof it every now and again. But there's just nothing about him that screams centre-back to play him in that position. I understand Bruce has probably thought right, right foot, uh, right centre-back, right foot. But in this in this case, you, you you need somebody who's going to be tall. I, I feel like is Fernandez, Clark, both like six two at least something Fernandez like that. Fernandez is a big boy. He's a yeah, big, so a big boy. Yeah. <laughs> so so when you got Chris Wood up there, I, I feel like especially on set plays, they're going to come in handy, and that's <clears> where <throat> your Almirons, your Saint Maximin, and Wilson are probably go, going to be better for the counter attack if we want to play that counter attack in football. Yeah. Well, Burnley. Uh... Not that I have much confidence in us getting all three points on Sunday, but but Burnley are on 33 points. If we mm. win this, we go to 32, a point behind them. We go two points above Brighton for, if they don't, if they fail to beat. Uh, I can't remember who they had now, have now, but I think it's Everton. Everton, if they fail yeah. to beat Everton. Is, is, that, <laughs> is that Everton away or is that Everton? Everton home? away, I think, yes. Great. I might be wrong. But either way, either way, it's a tough game. It's a tough game. Yeah, Everton's home um, record's terrible. That's the only yeah. thing. But, uh, you know, it just shows you how much of an important game this is. Uh, but if we win, everyone's been telling us it's against New Aston Fulham. It's New Aston Fulham. But if we mm-hmm. win, failing as well, Fulham don't get three all three points tonight. Does that drag? Definitely drags Brighton in. But do you think it drags Burnley in as well? It'll drag them in. Math- mathematically, it will drag them in. But I think what it really yeah. does is it it that'll as a Fulham player or Fulham as a team. They will look at that and think that's it. They they all seem too far away. It's not mm-hmm. it's not like we we were giving them a big target on our back saying come and get us. Mm. If we it it all depends on tonight's game of how full. Oh. I mean, people could be watching this thing. What people could be watching about. this? We're, in like, we're already in the bottom. We're already three. in the bottom three. Yeah, so it's it's confusing. Hopefully, Wolves get if if Wolves pull through, they get the win, oh. and we get a win. I 
think. Oh, I don't want to say it. Don't say it, Jack. I won't jinx it. I won't jinx it. I but, mean, if a Wolves even going to... This isn't going to be a Wolves preview podcast, but Jesus, are Wolves even going to get anything tonight? Because they've been toilet most of the times I've watched them. I mean, they got what and two goals late against West Ham, maybe showed a bit better themselves in the second half, but ugh, I'm not confident. They're, they're not the Raul Jimenez. I think they've lost Raul Jimenez and Rue Patricio, I believe. Uh, Johnny as well. I don't know if he's been playing now, but they lost him for a lot yeah. of the games, and that's that's been felt. But I know that. But speaking to a couple of Wolves fans, and he's an important player for them. And they've just got like strikers out of form, like young Fabio Silva. He's not doing much, but he wasn't meant to be playing all the time. Jose of Williams not really coming had an impact. Yeah. It, it's a hard one. I do think this is this is going to be a, a win for Fulham. Um, <laughs> we are favourites as well. But I do think it could also work as a good incentive for us. Um, maybe. Maybe it's what the players need. I do think the players need to see themselves sat mm. in the bottom three with a chance to escape it come the weekend with a game in hand. They maybe maybe what they do need is just that extra reality check. They they just need to see open up their phones at the end of the game. Yeah, yeah, and and, and see Newcastle United in that bottom three because I think may, maybe they're just looking at it being like, oh, every time we sort of flirt with the idea we we always seem to get away from it and that's not because of how they're playing that mm-hmm. is because of how Fulham are playing and Fulham's results and sadly at the minute everything still boils down to Fulham yeah massively. I, do, and I, I, do, I do think though that there's no excuses to win to not get a win against Burnley regardless of what the Fulham result is mm-hmm. tonight well I think there's no excuse to to not we and again we touched on this an extra time. If you haven't seen it, go and watch it. I make a right fool of myself. I get drunk and say a lot of swear words. But anyway, um, I did say that, you know, it felt like Brighton, without sounding too nasty towards the players, was them just saying we don't want to play for this guy anymore. Mm-hmm. And then when they realised shit, they're not gonna get rid of him. Yeah. They thought, right, okay, we're gonna have to play a certain way and just go for it. I'm not saying Bruce has no control over the team, but I'm just saying that he has no control how the players feel. He might be told to be this big man and manager, but I feel like he's lost most of them. They've had a go at spares, and now I feel like whoever, if we turn in a bad performance on Sunday, it's not just Bruce's fault. It's mm. it's the players. They need to take a look at themselves because this, like you said, a draw is not good enough on Sunday. We need to win that game, or at least show we try to win that game because it. After that, it's for the top six and things are looking bleak, especially given if tonight's result for Fulham um, it goes their way. I, I think I think you hit the nail on the head with it there, mate. Mm. Um, I do I do think it was maybe the last three games under Bruce, which would have been excluding the Spurs game. Um, I can't even remember them they're that they're that poor. But uh, yeah, yeah. I, think, I think the way that we played, especially against Brighton. Sorry, I, I'm surprised I even forgot about that. Yeah. I think the Brighton performance was the players sort of signalling to the board if we even mm-hmm. have one. Yes. Um, is he needs to go? We're not playing for him. And mm-hmm. I think I think you're completely right. I think the players. Well, there was a lot of um, moles coming out saying. We can't What's believe- one of them? There's no such thing as them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we, a lot of the players apparently were saying, we can't believe he's still here. I bet, yeah. I'm, I'm sure Bruce woke up that morning and be like, I can't believe my luck. Like, it's it's yeah. unbelievable. Um, yeah. But I, th- I think you are right. I think the players have now just said, look, he's not going. Whoever's in that dugout, whether it's Graham Jones or whether it's Bruce, it's down to us now. It's it's down to fighting for every every single point. Yeah. I don't. I don't want to see us go to Liverpool and play Man City and just 
roll over, have our tummies tickled. If they're yeah. going to slaughter us 5 nil, then I want to see us giving it a go. Even in Our goal game. difference is already shit. Yeah, it's not... I'm sorry. It's not going to get any close. worse, is it? Yeah. I haven't looked at it, right? I haven't looked at it. And I, do you know what I'm going to do? Thought, first, I'm going to do a first on this, and I'm going to Google the Premier League table so I can see what our goal difference is. From there the top, you go. From the top minus, of my head, 20. minus 20, and Fulham's is minus 17, I believe. Actually, actually that's not as bad as I thought it was. Um, it's, I, I, it's thought, still, I thought it was like six or seven. Bad. I thought it was about six or seven. So, but, uh, <laughs> so now I'm like, oh, don't go and get smashed. I think, I think it. I think it was prior to the Aston Villa game before oh, Villa well. knocked a few passing. But still, like we could easily go into one of them games against Man City and get absolutely rolled over, and it it, it doesn't matter. I want to I want to see us go and give give our all, especially if yeah. we're at home to Man City. We got we got a draw last season. The players have got to realize that. I feel like this season we haven't. Have we? Have, we haven't had a goal yeah. in the top teams. We haven't had. A, we normally we get like one win. Like last season, we had like the one nil against Man United at home. Mm-hmm. We had the one nil away at Spurs. Yeah, I think that was the, it. The two 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 against Man City. Two two against City. Yeah, that's off uh, the I top. Can't think what we got against Chelsea. Uh, no, we, we got. I'm beat, usually awesome at recalling. No, no, we, we we beat Chelsea one nil. Isaac Hayden last minute goal. Yeah, there we go. There we go. So, so we Someone were almost probably screaming at this podcast right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Hayden, Hayden. But uh, yeah, so and if people haven't seen Isaac Hayden's new uh, Instagram, go check it out. He's got a nice, nice new little graphic. It's quite good. There, it's yeah. quite good. Yes, credit we got, to we, who, who designed that. Yes, big, big credit to him, as I called him, the Sultan of Speed Art. <laughs> um, the uh, we actually we got a draw against Liverpool, but again, that was just a poor Liverpool side not well, being able to break well, down. We're, right? we're not getting wins or anything. There's no. there's nothing there. I don't know if it's the fans that play a part in those games, and I'm sure it does have some sort of effect because I'm pretty sure in the, the last nine games of last season when we played the big teams, mm-hmm. I don't think we pulled anything out the bag. Uh, but I'm pretty sure after the first three games we were safe, and they were pretty much like job done. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this season, like at least one, like one game every season, we'll get a win against one of the mm. top six. But this season, it's just been nothing. Just I know that, like you say, the, the draw against Liverpool, the the draw against, well, the win. Oh wait, we did win against Spurs, but yeah, like it, it's it's been it's just been dull. That win against Spurs doesn't feel like a win. You don't look back at it and think, oh yeah, we beat Spurs. What, what we this season? Oh, this season, it, 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 no, it, was draw, it, it felt it felt like oh, a win because we got a penalty in the last minute. Yeah, yeah, we should have lost it. We, yeah, we should have lost, lost it comfortably. So, comfortably. Yeah, it, it's hard to look at them games and think, oh god, like we deserve that because half mm-hmm. the time we don't. No. I think that was the that was the problem. We're gonna we're gonna deep dive here, so we won't go on too long. But that, you're right, that is the problem because you know that was the after the. The, the bright spots of last season when the fans were in the ground, there was a couple of points where you were like, all of most of us were like, Bruce isn't the man for this job. Mm. He's riding his luck. However, we are enjoying the luck because we're getting results. However, we're just saying we're not going to be able to keep this going. Well, Newcastle fans are, are, are being silly. What do they want? What do they want? It's like, we're just telling you we might be getting results, <laughs> but something is happening. We're telling you we're really just, he's got a four leaf clover in his ass pocket and it's going to run out <laughs> soon. And then if we started this season, how we've started it. And then the, the good result, a little bit of form, but like you said, you come up against the top sides. And again, this is not me saying Newcastle need to compete with the top sides. It's just saying, let me think that maybe we might beat one. We went up against Spurs, like you said, we drew with Spurs, but bloody hell, like, we were so lucky, you know, like, Carl Dallow at the game of his life, we got a penalty, that shouldn't have been a penalty, in the last minute, we draw with Liverpool, nil-nil, all them things, and, you know, but then, all of a sudden, the the, the, the losses stack up, they stack up, they stack up, and like we say, we're mm. sat where we are now, 
with a worse goal difference than we've had in a while. And, you know, we're in the within the conundrum we are. So it just it doesn't fill you with hope for the next four games. However, you know, the goal difference isn't as bad as I thought it was. So we're staying up. Um we're not staying up. We are staying up. It doesn't matter. Uh, but, you, right, we've just got to hope for the best and expect the worst. And then we yes. at the end of the season we're not sat there thinking, God, I didn't see that coming. Yeah. <laughs> Um, we'll get a predictions now and we'll wrap this thing up. But before we do, do you know who Steve Gutenberg is? I don't. You don't know who Steve Gutenberg is? I knew no. you wouldn't know that because as much as we look the same, because we look, both look really useful. <laughs> um, uh, he was in all the Police Academy films. He was in Three Men and a Little Baby and a, and a Lady. He's a very prominent 80s actor, right? Mm. And he was on Mark Lawrenson's Predictor interview today on uh, the BBC. And they asked him about Burnley versus Newcastle. And his exact quote was, I've never had a night out in Burnley, but I had a great time when I went to Newcastle. I'm going to go with them to win 2-0. <laughs> oh, come on! Come on, Steve Gutenberg! If, if, if that was how the Premier League would work, of people who's had a good night out in Newcastle, we'd be a lot higher up in the league. Champions uh, of the world. Yeah, great apple Steve, pies. <laughs> but, uh, if you're going to take one thing away from me, look up the, uh, the IMDB of Steve Gutenberg. Police, it, Academy, Police Academy. You'll, you'll know, it'll be one of those guys you'll be like, oh, that guy, that geezer. Yeah, like, maybe. Yeah. But uh, predictions, Jack. I'm just gonna have to put it on you, man. What do you What do you think? I believe it was it, my my prediction for extra time was two one, but it was two 0 as long as everybody signed up to the Gallagher Shots YouTube channel as a member. So I'm going to stick with that. Um, yeah. I'm going to say Callum Wilson brace. Oh, what is he starting? Or is he going to come off the bench and do some bits? I think he's starting. I think he'll 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 swap out. I think Gale will be dropped for Wilson, mm-hmm. um, and I think yeah, there'll probably be a little rejig um, at centre backs just with the injury to Lascelles. It's pretty much definitely going to happen. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm thinking two one is probably a more than likely likely. It, it was it was the same result in the reverse fixture. So it's, it was three one three one. Was it three one? Yeah, oh yeah, they went- maximum, and it was Callum Wilson. Penalties in a, in a tap in eye. Yeah, yeah. so I, th- I, th- I think the players have got to look at that last game and just think we've got a chance here. And this, yeah. is, our, this is our chance to create our own look for once. So. I, I, I pray to God you're right. I pray to God that they're set up similar to they did against Spurs, but if they've got the more quality to start, like I say, Maxwell or Wilson, they start them. No messing about. I said one more on extra time. That's genuinely my pessimistic side coming out and just thinking we'll take the lead and they'll equalise or vice versa. Well, it's only one or the other, in it? Let, let's, let's be honest, Steve Bruce's tactics by the look of it is if we draw every single game from now until the end of the season, our chances of staying up is a lot higher than if I win two out of To be fair, he's right probably, he is thinking that, isn't he? He is yeah. thinking like, you look, that's why he was saying you the other day, he was like, well, you know, five games, four points, you know, you keep going like that. Yeah, that's, 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 that's exactly what he means by accumulation of points. It's just yeah. get a, po- a point every week, but that doesn't fill you with any hope because yeah. if you if a win can be the difference between the next game and staying up, because yeah, if exactly. You, if you aim for a draw every single game, week in week out, what that will mean is that on the last day of the season against Fulham will be a decider because oh. you're not you're not distancing yourself. You you're constantly lying on that two game cushion, and all it takes mm-hmm. is Fulham to beat. Wolves tonight, and all of a sudden that, that and, and, and they've that got uh, yeah goes, goes out the window. They've got a miles better running than us. They've got a yeah. miles better running. Um. Anyway, I mean, yeah, my prediction's one-one. 
But if I'm going to be positive, I'm going to say 2-1, like you. I think Alan St. Maximan's going to score. I just think he's going to score the first one. I think it's going to be very similar to the goal he scored against Man United. Like a little scramble and then it falls from he volleys it in the top corner. But that's the most optimistic I've been in months. I think, that like. I think Burnley's the sort of team St. Maximan prefers playing. Well, he like, did like cut in, like he cut in loads, didn't he? Showed him on the right foot and he put it in the bottom corner. I'd love to see him do something like that. I'd yeah. love to see it. But again, I don't care who scores as long as we win. But I just have this feeling that it's going to be sad. Well, I, th- I think we'll know in the first 10 minutes, as usual, what the result is. Good point. Good point. Even if, yeah, you, just, you know what the result's going to be. It's it's so painfully obvious. It was like the Brighton game, and we won't, we won't tread was, over. Was the, Brighton, was the Brighton game when. It might. I think it was a different game. I think that was the West Brom game. I'm thinking of when Dummett fell over. First five minutes, he went oh, to kick the ball, God. fell over, the ball went out. As soon as I seen that, I was like, "This is what we're going to be witnessing." And for the rest of the game, that was it. Like nil nil against West Brom. It, yeah. It, it's all, and I think the players even said it. They were like, "Oh, every every ball we kicked went out of play." It's mm. like, well, if the players are seeing it, then it must get into their heads as well. That if they're going to perform well, it starts well. And yeah. I think you sort of seen that against Spurs as well. We looked well, a better team, and then we scored first. Well, Steve Gutenberg's mighty mags march on. That's what's going to happen. We're going to yeah. be fine. I'm just ending it stupidly positively <laughs> because otherwise, I'm going to ruin my weekend before it's even started. Jack, thank you very much for coming on. Cheers, for Thank me, you man. for your amazing designs. Thank you for your speed art videos, which you guys could get more of and other content like that if you sign up the channel as a member. I'll, if- I'll give. I'll give the exclusive to next week's video. It is a Netflix-style movie poster of Shola Amiobi in the in the hit movie that will never come out, The Mackham Slayer. Um, Sign me up. Sign me up twice. Keep an eye out on either my page or, well, my page and Gallagher Shot's Twitter page, and I'll post a little preview there for people to have a look before the video goes out. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for watching. Please like the video. Please share the video. And always subscribe to the Gallagher Shots YouTube channel and become a member as well. Mm. See you later. (laughs) See you later. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.